everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. And this is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi, Bit Different Tears. I love that. Oh, uh, Bit Different Tears. I like that. Yeah, it's like the Mouseketeers, but yeah. better. Yeah. They're our version of Little Monsters. We have a cute name for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Hi. What's up? Um, It's so funny. It's been two weeks since we talked, and yet, like, I could not think of what has happened aside from, like, all pretty much worky stuff. Did you buy more socks? I did not buy more socks. I do I love- I bought underwear. <laughs> really? Because I do love those socks. I did buy another one of these pens, because I love this pen, oh. and my pen that I write in my- notebook for this podcast died last time we recorded and i forgot to replace it so i stole my worky pen to oh. use so i need to replace it so i bought a new one tonight when i was working at nordstrom years ago i had um some customer it must have been a customer they left this is a nice pen they left um the their pen by accident after signing a check or whatever and it was one of those mont blanc like $200 pins I looked it up and I took it I didn't know it was like is anything special I just liked how yeah. it wrote and so I was like Mont Blanc they have a fragrance why would they make pens because I didn't know and so then I looked up the pen and I was like 200 fucking dollars for this <laughs> goddamn pen I was like thank god I stole it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is only $14 still a lot for a pen yeah but I do like it and it's like nice and metal and no it's nice it's yeah. pretty and it's got a good click it's got kind of like a really good click quality to it. Welcome to Office Space. Right. <laughs> it's a, my red stapler and my silver pen. Give me back my stapler. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like work, I'm trying to think what happened. So like, I guess the biggest thing uh, for me, worky-wise, at least, is um, last week was the Pro Max Game Marketing Awards. Yeah. For How'd which it go? It was good. Um, so the company I work for was nominated for 14 different uh, awards. Wait, say say a little bit about what it is. Oh, so, I didn't I didn't know. So the Promax Game Marketing Awards is a uh, marketing award show specifically for video game marketing. So it awards key art, packaging design, cool shit, buzz generating tactics, swag, uh, meaning the shit you hand out to people, not like you know swagger, social uh, media, like it, those, you know digital spots, trailer work, uh, CG work, live action commercials, TV spots. Like it just you know it's the there's usually um like four to five, maybe sometimes six finalists per category, and then they award a gold and a silver, and then the rest. It's just nice to be nominated. Mm -hmm. Um. So um. Uh, in my time at the company I've been at, um, couple, like two years ago, I think we had three nominations. Last year we had six. Uh, so far I've won, um, I've won a silver from them two years ago, mm -hmm. um, for an indie game that I worked on. Um, and this year we had 14 nominations, which was really cool. And, um, a lot of more on some projects that I did that I loved that I'm super proud of. And, um, we won two awards, which is super cool. We got a silver for... Uh, best promotional trailer for the Far Cry 5 story trailer. Oh, nice. Which is like one of my favorite pieces. It's been nominated at like every single award show that it could have been nominated for this year. And this is the first time it's won anything. Aww, so I'm very happy. And I'm very proud of the silver. It was a very well-earned silver. And um, first thing I did immediately was like text the editor and be like, oh my God, we got a silver. Um, and then we also got a gold for best editorial 
for or best editing for our trailer for the outer worlds which i'm also very proud of that's mm-hmm. one of my babies so um very cool to have some recognition from our you know peers and the jury um yeah. on that and then on a personal note this is kind of fun um so promax starts with like a day of speakers like people talking about the industry and and um just a lot of like interesting insights into what they do. Mm-hmm. And then right before the award show, they do a thing called the Summit Slam, which um, there's a, I think, a, I'm not sure if this is officially a widely known term, but there's an idea. It's called Pecha Kucha. And what it is, is it's Catch a, a what? Pecha Kucha. <laughs> so you take like, um, the idea is that you create a PowerPoint slide or PowerPoint presentation that has 20 slides on it. Each slide is up for 20 seconds. And then it auto progresses to the next one uh-huh. on each slide you have one thing on it that you want to talk about that you think is super cool it could be a movie trailer it could be you know a promotional thing it could be that hbo built westworld at south by southwest last year it could be um it how, could... Ma- how many things are on each slide one Oh, just one. So you have 20 topics <clears throat> gotcha and each topic you have 20 seconds to talk about okay and that's it and then you just keep it moving. So it ends up being what? I wonder if I could do that. It's actually kind of fun. I think I could do it. It's, it's about six minutes and 40 seconds that rocket by. They're just over so quickly. Um, it's kind of cool. It, yeah. And so. That'd be fun. And so like, anyway, like the, the short of it is that. Um, so uh, last year, my creative director did it. And, and oh, and you do it again uh, with several other people, like where you go up and then you go down. You, you know, when you're done, the next person does it. And then the audience votes for their favorite. Okay. Um, so uh, two years ago, my boss did it. Uh, last year, my creative director did it, and he won. Um, and this year, I did it, and I won. Yeah. Which was kind of fun. And it's just it's a cool opportunity to sort of like dust off some, you know, memories of the last year of like what was remarkable. And of course, as soon as I sent out my presentation, I had all of these ideas for things that I would have rather have had in my presentation. Like I talked about a twenty foot five or twenty five foot statue of shirtless jeff goldblum that was erected in london a la his scene in jurassic park where he's laid out shirt like with a shirt open yeah yeah yeah. someone made a 25 foot statue of that in london and like it was made by like a tv show or a tv channel i think to celebrate the 25th anniversary of jurassic park but the weird thing is he's not british the movie wasn't shot in the uk there's really no connection but okay like so i mentioned that as a fun like weird kind of marketing tool um you know and so like but you could talk about anything anything you wanted to like actually one of the people that um that i met who was also doing the presentation he actually had a really insightful um thing where he called out the survivors of the high school shooting in parkland where he's like they took tragedy and turned it into a movement it's actually kind of amazing and i wish i'd had something that was a little bit more real life instead Mm -hmm. of like Dude, Game of Thrones hid six real life Iron Thrones throughout the world. That's pretty cool. Which that is super cool, and I love that that happened. But also, I don't know, six promotional it Iron Thrones lives. doesn't feel quite <laughs> like you know. But it's still cool. Rallying teenagers to care about their future and start working with legislation, hopefully to you know secure their safety and the safety of the future. But you know what? 
it's necessary to have somebody on that Iron Throne. It is. And I'm glad that Cersei still sits there. Oh, you're such a weirdo. <laughs> I, I will never... Anyway, so that's the end of my Promax trip. But anyway, that that's like the big thing in my world. Because the other thing I was going to talk about is that Game of Thrones is back. Wait, can I... Okay. But no, yes. continue. Continue. because yes, I want to talk do. about Game of Thrones too. Yeah, well, and you should talk about what else you've been up to because I'm sure it's more than just watching Game of Thrones. Well, I was in Utah. Yes. Yes, where winter was coming and then it came and then it left all in one day. Wow. Literally we had a, a day so crazy. I and I mean I've heard that this is how the weather is in Utah. It's very fickle. But I've never experienced it. So the morning we had rain. Okay. The afternoon we had snow. <laughs> the um mid afternoon we had hail. And then we had wind which blew it all away, and by like 4 p.m. we had the sun. And then <laughs> I came... I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Then came the fire. The flood, the locusts. <laughs> and the at night... The blood rain. And at night, the ice weasels come. Ooh, yucky. And the, the Mormons. Oh, yeah. They're there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mormons everywhere. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, it was a really... It felt like a really fast trip. It was fun. You know, I... I love having my own room at the Hyatt, super pampered. You know, it has its own sitting area. It's gorgeous. And just even though the weather sucked, I still had a moment to, like, see my friends, have a few drinks, because you have to, like, smuggle it when you're in Utah, because they don't sell alcohol anywhere. Yeah. So you have to, like, you're like, hey, like, tip a bartender, like, 100 bucks or something for just a bottle of cheap wine. It's, like, crazy in Utah. Um, and they weigh every drink. It has to be weighed. Really? So if you order a drink, they weigh the alcohol, and then they'll pour in the accoutrements. Oh, wow. It's so weird. So, like, one drink here would be, like, four drinks there. Like, oh. Accum- like, yeah, it's really sad, but that's how they do. So, got back. Everything's fine. I haven't really done anything. My Isley, the girl I always go on, all my adventures with she's moving to Iceland on Monday. So that sounds almost like a weird sort of exaggeration, even though I know it is completely true. It does sound like like it. it's like, oh yeah, you know, she's moving to Iceland. It just sounds like you just made that up. I know, right? It, it's like she's moving across town, but like, well, she might as well be moving to India. If she's living on the west side. I every, no, she's literally moving to Iceland. Every time I say it, I feel like. That's a joke. <laughs> On the upside, I guess, you know, look at it this way. Now you have a reason to go visit Iceland. I know. And Joe, who I play with, Overwatch with. Oh, I know. He, he was in Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. It's Iceland party. Yeah. So I think we should all go to Iceland for it. I saw her cute little town she's going to live in. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it's literally like one of those, what's the painting? Not Bob Ross, but the other guy with the little villages. Thomas Kincaid. Thank you. It looks like a Thomas Kincaid painting. The painter of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I know, but that's like the name that he has. Painter of light. And not of happy trees. No, I, I would prefer some happy trees. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe Thomas Kincaid's equally interesting to watch paint, but I don't know. Like so, Bob Ross is so cool to watch. FYI, on that note, um, <laughs> I was... The other night on Twitch, watching Twitch streams, and, uh, and Alfredo was on, but he wasn't actually on. He, he hosts was a lot. hosting, and I was like, "What is he hosting?" 
It was Bob Ross. Oh. I watched the entire episode. I have like I have there, there's Bob Ross. I think or Bob Ross was on Netflix for a while. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And oh yeah, if like, I didn't know what to watch for the night, and I was like, well, I just want to like catch up on my phone, but like have something kind of like a warm blanket of a TV show. Bob Ross. And somebody because so growing up, I watched quite a bit. I thought of Bob Ross, but I did not remember anything about how he cleans his paintbrushes. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like as he hits it on stuff, yeah. I had no idea. I totally did not remember that at all. I think I was mostly just kind of wowed by how effortlessly he painted everything and how he just layers stuff. I'm like, paint typically like blends with colors. Yes, yeah, smears, smears, and is watery, and he just like layers it like it's fucking clip art. Yeah. Well, the fact that also like he he does so much with like a. Not a chisel, but like with a, a spat spatula, like a spackle spreader kind of thing, or yeah. like whatever it is. He has like a, a hard edged, basically a trowel. More That's or how less. he makes all his yeah, yeah, and his I, little details. It blew my mind that he's not very brush heavy. He's very big on this sort of huge metal thing. But if he has a brush, it's like a stiff brush that you like just the tips and goes, <laughs> and the next thing you know, landscape is done. How the fuck? I don't know. That He's man's so cool. I know. I almost feel like I need to set up an easel and try to do it, and then just we can see the disaster I make. It'll be my own home version of Nailed It. Oh, my God. Speaking of, season three. Yeah. <gasps> I know so many people who are trying to get on Nailed It right now for season three. Can be different beyond season three of Nailed <laughs> That'd It. That'd be so funny. <laughs> um, oh, uh, by the way, Nailed It was one of my topics for my Summit Slam Petra Kucha talk. Really? It's oh, yeah. so good. I, I feel like it's a really smart response to Pinterest culture. Where everyone's like, yeah, I, I saw that thing and I can make it. Mm, oh, sweetie. No, no you, you can't. can't. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But at least we can all laugh about how bad you were at it. Yeah. And that's good TV. Yeah. The game of cakes isn't so great but the game of thrones oh, is on point oh my god although how are there only four episodes left well i guess the next episode is like one and a half long or i think from now double. on they're all over an hour yeah like and i think some of them are going to be hitting like 90 minutes like there's gonna be some long ones coming up um i think the next one I've, we've heard at least about the production of the next one like mm -hmm. we're not i mean obviously we won't go into spoilers we can't talk about spoilers about next week really but we won't go into any super details. But I know that, like, what? I, this next episode is going to be a big combat episode. Yeah, a big it's battle. Be a war. And um, I think I'd heard about this one that, that was like. It's basically what we've been waiting for since season one. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to hear about the shooting experience on this. I know that, like, um, some actors who had never done battle scenes suddenly had to do them. And even people who were, like, seasoned, you know, with battle scenes, they were like, oh, I was not prepared for. I think it ended up being, like, was it two months? of night shoots to do this one episode, I think is what I had read. Like, cause they only had like what, four or five hours of darkness every I feel single like day. This is the reason why they waited for like the certain time of year that they did in yep. order to film, because which they is needed, why it took so long. Cause yeah, they needed to shoot during the winter instead of during the spring. I yeah. Guess. Um, because yeah, they needed more wintry settings. Oh, they needed snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they need winter to come. It, did it came? It, it, I believe so. Is it woke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, though. Like, I can't believe it's the final season. Um, uh, I can't believe that last episode. Right? I, I wish we could do, like, a spoiler alert, but maybe we won't go there. That, no. That's not our thing. Yeah, I mean, it's I do. I feel like maybe a month after the show is done, 
we should be able to talk. Without saying anything, which I won't, but the Night of the Seven Kingdoms is magical. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. It was a good episode. Tears. I love that. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Nope. Nothing else. Yep. Okay. Nothing. Yes. Nothing about Queen no. Cersei. That was, her... a, that was a magical moment, although I do feel like the show... I'm like, like, like everyone else. <laughs> I'm, I'm so highly suspect of any good thing that happens for this entire season. Oh, because anytime they set up something good, it's just probably so you'll care about them. So it'll hurt all the more when they take them from you. Yeah, it's like I've, I'm trying to not get close to anybody anymore, but like, because I don't want to be hurt again. But this show is so good, and everyone is so likable. I saw, except at... for Cersei, she can die. Oh my god, <laughs> she's hate, the queen. I hate her so much. Regicide forever. Cersei? <laughs> but Cersei? Nope, no Cersei. Because Cersei? Cersei not approved. Why? She's a fierce dresser. Okay. So's Grace Jones. She should be um, on the throne. That's true. She should actually be on the throne. Okay, good point. Uh, that's my ending of the show. So like, Grace Jones shows up. She is the White Walker. Oh my god. Can you imagine? That'd be so the cool. The Night Queen. Yeah. Yas queen. Yas queen. Yas night queen. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I guess that's all we can say about that. Kinda. Yeah. Without going into like specifics. But when? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> what games are you playing? <laughs> um. Well, I finished game number eight for the year. Um. And that I finished the division two. Oh yes. Yeah. So I hit the level cap. I finished Good stuff. I really liked it. Um, I'm, well, I'm still playing it, actually. Uh, so I finished the main sort of story beats um, and got to the, my level cap. I unlocked my spe- the specializations that you can get. Um, and really, really having a good time. I'm, I'm matchmaking with randos and then immediately muting them. And it's been fun. I've been having a really good time. And most people aren't talking anyway, but like... Uh, when they do, I'm just like, yeah, mute. Don't want to hear you. I've been listening to like my own music and playing the division. Um, and yeah, like once you hit level 30 and finish the main story, the end game opens up, and the end game is kind of like, you know, like I'm, I, I literally made trailers to the division two that said that the end game made the game feel like two games in one, and it's, you know, obviously like I was. I knew that as like a, a marketing beat since I was working with it, but actually getting to play it, it's kind of amazing how much it does really feel like that. And the coolest thing is, is like upon Endgame happening, they introduce a new faction, they introduce new abilities and, you know, new specializations for your character, new enemy types, not just a new faction, but like new enemy approaches and, and, and villain types. And, the weird thing is, I never felt once like the main game up to that point was holding back. Yet this new endgame content feels remarkably new. Every time you say endgame, I think of Avengers. Avengers which that comes which out is in a couple on days. Everybody's lips nowadays. Yeah. But like the actual but the end game content of the Division Two is pretty solid and it's keeping me coming back. Like cause now it's all about getting that better loot. Yeah. Before it was about leveling up. Now it's all about the loot. Yeah. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people um, haven't seen good things about Division 2, so I would want to play it, but I never played the first one. You don't have to play the first one. Hmm. It's not like you can bring your progress with you anyway. Oh. So, 
You can go straight to two. It's good. Um, but yeah, so I finished that. Um, been playing more Sekiro. Still, I'm kind of up against a wall. Oh my gosh. Yeah, people are, pe- people are just saying how difficult these bosses are, these boss battles. I just got to my third boss in the game. I've been playing, I think, for 20-something hours. I'm at boss number three. And I have... Boss three of what? Eight? Oh, I don't even know how many there are. Oh. I have no clue. I heard it was like in the 20s or 30s. Oh, my God. Um, Which, I don't know how that's going to go. I I really don't know if I'll finish this game just due to the lack of um, co-op. But, like, uh, and it's funny, this boss, like, I took out all of their health bars feeling super awesome. And then, surprise, there's another one. It's just like, oh. Because, yeah, at least, like, I feel like other, I guess, although, in Dark Souls, even when you kill someone and their their meter goes all the way to the bottom, they can have a second round and come back. So, I've been having a thing where, like, oh, sweet, yet, oh, no. It's, like, been that. Ah, jeez. You know, and then today, Mortal Kombat 11 came out. So yeah. that's currently installing on my Xbox at home. God, it's gotten stellar reviews for I'm a fighting game. so excited. It looks like just... A gore fest. And it just looks like straight up fun. But I hear it, the story is like the best MK story to date. I've heard the story is really good. I heard the tutorials are amazing. I have heard that the unlocks are a straight up grind fest that is the definition of tedium. But it came out today, and I believe NetherRealm Studios has already said, hang on to your coins. Do not spend them yet. We are rebalancing that marketplace. Oh, that's cool. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Um, I haven't read it. I just heard it from somebody. So hopefully that is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. And plus, I have an excuse to use my arcade stick again. They just announced the story um, trailer for Frost. No, not Fro- um, Frost. Frost. Yeah, Frost. Yeah. She, hers just, did you see it? And I saw the thumbnail. I did not watch oh it. Oh my God. I actually don't know the character of Frost. Yeah, well, watch it. <laughs> it, it will help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it, though. Like, that was one where I was like, yeah, I'll wait. No, I won't. I bought it today at work, so I could have it downloading all day, so it'd be ready for me tonight. Yeah, I might be getting that. I won't pay full price for it, though. Well, it's like, and I was so bummed, because I was like, do I get it on PlayStation 4? But, like, I realized I don't play fighting games online, ever. And yeah. so it's more about, like, if people are over, we can all play it on the Xbox, and that's what my arcade stick is on. So, uh, so it made sense. Yeah to just commit yeah why not i (laughs) am when was the last time i bought a fighting game i don't even know injustice 2 i didn't buy it that was somebody else's who brought used to bring it over to my house he's not in my life anymore but we won't talk about him (laughs) um yeah so yeah but injustice 2 well it was pretty much the last yeah game i played that was a fighting game Wow, that's so long ago. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, I've been playing Overwatch Storm Rising. Ooh, I did. I swear, I played that too, actually. But tell me about your experience and tell the listeners. Well, the story mode is not that appealing, I didn't think. it's um, Basically, you're just following this guy who looks like a suave Zenyatta around, and he's... I don't, you know what? I didn't even really pay attention to the story because I didn't find it that fascinating. But yeah, anyway, it's just like all the other ones where you just follow a path and you kill a bunch of minions or and then the end and you're placed. 
Uh, you could play as Mercy. You could play as Tracer. Yes. Genji. Yes. And who's the other one? I played it as Tracer. So I'm trying to think who else it I was. I played it as Genji, and I played it as Mercy. The other one's somebody I don't really play as very often. I think that's why I was like, eh. Well, whatever. There's the fourth one. So, um, yeah. But the skins are fucking dope. Yeah. Um, Moira has her scientist skin where she's in her lab coat and her side of the face, her face is completely showing. Normally she has that metal plate there. Oh, yeah. So it's so dope to actually see her full face. And, um, and, uh, Junkrat has a clown skin and which is funny i think he looks cute because like a jester kind of thing right or is he it's no, like he a clown 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 yeah he, he's like pink and oh. turquoise i kind of love it even though well, most people go it's kind of a joke and when you kill him in the game his animation isn't complete for that skin so he dies standing up oh that's weird every time it's so funny that's super weird it's like a clown it's funny oh, like clowns <laughs> die standing up no but it's funny clowns aren't funny <laughs> no i don't enjoy them i mean i'm not like you know i'm not super over the top terrified but i don't feel any affinity towards them so you never watched killer clowns from outer space oh i've seen killer clowns it's from outer so space. good huh uh, i haven't seen it in probably 30 years it's still I feel good like. it's it's, been a long time. it still stands um well, yeah i was glad oh. also that retribution is back Retribution. Yeah, from it's from the archives on, oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Overwatch. You can play the previous. You can play all the past ones. Yeah, actually, all three of them, mm-hmm. um, which I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Because uh, Retribution was my favorite, especially doing all heroes Retribution as Hanzo. That's and the business. I think I was Torbjorn. Torb is super fun for that. Yeah. Always highest hits. Hit oh, yeah. Because if, if you get your turret in the right place, so done. Good. Dunzo, because you get a little tap on everybody. Which, and I finally got to try out the new Torbjorn, because I so I haven't played Overwatch in a long time. Um, last time I played, Ash wasn't playable yet. Oh, damn. Like, now we have Baptiste. Yeah, I think Hammond had just joined the party, and um, so that was that was last time I really played. I think you like Baptiste. Well, so I'm excited about, about <clears throat> trying him out. Um, but yeah, I love their PvE events, so I always come back for Junkenstein's Revenge, mm. any of the archive stuff. I love the PvE stuff. Yeah, super cute. Uh, there's a there's a new Soldier 76 skin where he's in his like his like militant uniform. Super cute. Well, since he's gay now, I think we need a Tom of Finland Soldier 76. I don't think that would go so well. I don't care. The fans. I want it. Well, I wanted to. Right. Can we make it fuchsia? (laughs) No, Tom of Finland, he shouldn't be wearing a shirt. He should be wearing like a leather harness. (sighs) I know. But they're always drawn in black and white, so you can't really tell what colors they were. I feel like they're mostly wearing leather. (laughs) (laughs) Which, a fuchsia leather could be a thing. I don't think it really was part of the intent, but, you know, we can make it work. Wow. That's my hope. Okay, fine. (laughs) That's my twist, if you will. So you've been playing anything else, or just uh, all Overwatch all the time? Um... That's, you know what? Honestly, after work, the last thing I want to do is stare at a screen. So I literally, Overwatch is over the top for me at this moment. <laughs> so I don't have that uh, that same sort of limit on me. Like no. even when I was doing game capture, I'd come home and be like, "Time to play Dark Souls." See, I can't. My butt hurts <laughs> from sitting all day. <laughs> I guess for for me, it was always that idea of like, "Well, I did this for you. Now I'm doing this for me." 
Yeah. You know, it's like I played a game for someone else. Now I'm playing a game for me. So it didn't really count. Um, yeah. So. All right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> is it time for us to learn? I'm so brain dead. It's cool. Is it time for us to learn? Yes. It is time for the word of the week. And the word of the week is conling. What? Conling. Conling? Yeah. C-O-N-L-I-N-G? L-A-N-G. I, I'm guessing oh, conlang. 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 Is it a con-lang. adjective? No. A noun? Yeah. Conlang. Um, just, just. I'm just guessing. Sound it out. Conlang. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's, it's, it's something against something. It's is it someone who doesn't speak? Hey, that's a good guess, but it's wrong. What is it? It is an artificially constructed language used by a group of speakers as opposed to the as opposed to one that has naturally evolved, such as Dothraki, uh-huh. Elven or Elder Speech, and Klingon. Conlang. Interesting. I that's fine. I had no idea. Yeah. I learned something. I today. thought that was a good one. That is a good because one. Because we used stuff like that all the time and we never knew there was a word for it. Yeah. So so definition one more time for me. An artificially constructed language used by a group of speakers, as opposed to one that has been naturally evolved. Cool. Yeah, so any language that we hear in like any sort of sci-fi, where it's actually a full-featured language, would be a, a conlang yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm thinking even like code, language and code. I could see that. Well, although like at this point, it has sort of evolved logically using, you know, binary or whatever. Yeah. But like, it, I mean, it's funny, even technically, like, I, like the Basque language almost would feel like that because it's a language that does not have a root. Yeah. Like, they don't know where that language originated from, and they see, like, no real implement. The Basque language? Yeah, like, in Spain, the Basque region. Oh. um, They speak Basque. The Basque people. I am actually Basque. Um, And uh, apparently it is a language that is unique unto itself. It is dying because more and more people are adopting Spanish. Do you speak Basque? I do not. I don't even know what it sounds like. Oh. Um, but it is a dying language, and it is rootless. Like, they honestly cannot trace its origin. What is the closest to? Latin? I Greek? Or? No idea. Huh. Weird. Yeah, it's, I've just, cool. I've, I've heard I've never it. never knew that. It's this mythical thing that, like, I could look up, but I don't, because it's kind of fascinating just seeing it as this weird amorphous, impossible-to-understand mm-hmm. enigma. Yes. Ignorance is bliss. Right? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> no one needs me. My head will be in the sand. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, well, it is time for the Vinyl Frontier. Um, it's been a, it's been a busy two weeks for vinyl stuff. So Record Store Day happened. Okay. Which, you know, for the uninitiated, Record Store Day is a a twice yearly event, once on Black Friday and once on, I believe, the third Saturday of April, um, where independent record stores get a handful of titles that are either timed exclusives or straight up exclusives that are only sold in indie stores at extremely low production runs. Mm -hmm. So um, it used to be a thing where I would, like, for a long time, me and Travis, and you did once. I did one. uh, We would stand outside Amoeba starting at, like, 6 in the morning Mm -hmm. and hopefully get checked out of there by 9 30 or 10 then it got earlier and earlier last time i did record store day was two years ago where i got there at i think 10 45 or 11 p.m and i waited there overnight ew it smells like piss and i got everything i wanted though which was cool but the problem is that line is full of obnoxious fucking rep- record flippers that are literally buying shit just to post Sell it on it. ebay yeah. and that's 
really kind of skeezy. And so um, I decided that my time was better spent not doing that, and I'd rather just pay a premium online for aftermarket shit. I'd rather pay flippers than waste my time. Yeah. And well, I, that's their job. Right. When I lucked out this year, actually. Um, so um, I found one album that I wanted on Discogs for, like, the cost. Or on eBay for, like, the cost of the record, which was amazing. It's an album by Karina Round, and I love her. And then also, this is super fun of the idea of, like, whoa, we went way deep on something that did not need to happen. Do you remember when all the, the news was getting songified? On YouTube, it was like, you know, Songify, the news, where, like, they'd turn a viral video into a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Bed Intruder, Antoine Dodson, you know, the one who was, uh, who said, like, you know, they're climbing in your windows, trying to, like, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide, hide your husband. Hide your kids, hide yeah, your wife. Because they're raping everybody out here. Um, so that became a song called Bed Intruder, and it's great. And um, a, web, a website that I, I really like created a Record Store Day 7-inch single of the Bed Intruder song it's kind of like oh really Mm -hmm. which i got that too at cost that's so dope that's basically what they did with the um intro music to kimmy schmidt kimmy schmidt was songifying the news totally yeah yeah so funny such a good one (laughs) and so um anyway that record store day was a thing that happened um also i found um kind of one of my holy grail video game soundtracks on vinyl finally um the soundtrack to the uh, PlayStation 3 game Shatter, which is like an updated version of uh, Brick Breaker, more or less. Oh, nice. Really good soundtrack. They made a thousand of them on blue vinyl. Almost all of them are hand-numbered and signed by the artist. I finally found a copy. Usually whenever I find one, they're already sold by the time I buy it. Um, also, uh, we mentioned it, I think, two weeks ago when I ordered the Thunder Force 4 soundtrack from Data Discs. That arrived yesterday, which was super fast. Um, and then um, at Amoeba, I found the soundtrack to Night in the Woods, which was an indie game I played last year and yeah. enjoyed. And then I got a whole pile of stuff from I Am 8-Bit, uh, the soundtrack to Florence, Grim Fandango, and Doki Doki Liter- Literature Club all arrived. Cute. So it was a good vinyl haul. That's amazing. And that's it. Well, I don't have a vinyl frontier, but I will piggyback off your – no, I don't have a graphic jam. I was like, you shouldn't have a Final Frontier, but I was hoping you had a graphic jam. But you'll piggyback on it. I'll piggyback on yours, and um, I'm going to list the 10 heaviest video game soundtracks. Like heaviest? As in like... Heavy metal. Oh, oh, okay. Do you want me to guess any of these? Because I know one of them. Oh, go for it. Doom 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one. Devil May Cry 5. Or one of the Devil May Cries has got to be in there. They're not labeled very well. Uh, I'm sure it is. Cause like yeah, I don't see it. Real that doesn't make any no. sense. Devil May Cry should be in there. Well, I'll tell you what is in there. What? Tell me. Yeah, tell me the rest of the list because I'm actually not gonna guess. You should just tell me stuff. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Okay. Uh, Thumper. Oh, that's such a good soundtrack. <laughs> Halo, which I didn't know. I also see as especially heavy. God but... of War. Okay. Um, Twisted Metal. Okay. Rock and Roll Racing. All right. Do you know that game? Not really. I never played it. It was Super Nintendo. Uh, Brutal Legend, which I love that well, one. Well, that thing is like straight up. It uses metal for everything. Yeah, yeah. Even its design. Yeah, yeah, totally. Splatterhouse. Mm-hmm. Doom 2016, like you said. Yup. Quake. Quake. Oh, because, yeah, Quake, the music was done by Nine Inch Nails. Or Trent Reznor. I think it was actually Nine Inch Nails. Because the railgun 
like the nail boxes had the, the Nine Inch Nails symbol on the side of them. Nine Inch Nails were already one of the biggest bands in the world, so Quake embraced the panic attack mania that Reznor is uniquely capable of delivering. 23, 23 years later, the game soundtracks are still in its shadow. Yep. That was a really cool partnership. Yeah. Dope. Super Neat. dope. Yeah, there you go. So is it uh, time for some news? Um, yeah, it is. Go for it, boo-boo. Um, so they announced the theme for American Horror Story Season 9. Ooh, can I guess? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to guess. What would you want to see for American Horror Story? Serial killers, like Jack the Ripper. Oh, so you want like classic serial killer. Yeah. Mm. It's not that. No. Werewolves. 1980s slasher movies. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. It's. I believe it's, uh, I think they're calling it 1984. That's so dope. Like 84 is the hot year. I cannot wait. Yeah, it looks super cool. I'm excited. It could be so trashy and amazing. I mean, I think they're really going after that um, fan base for Stranger Things. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, the, the '80s are the hot, the hot uh, decade right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I would agree. Totally a thing. It's always hot for me, right? Um. Well, especially I've seen your '80s look. It's definitely a, it's a hot, it's a hot <laughs> decade for you. It's good. Thank you. Um. And uh. Well, next up on the news, um, China. After like a nine month, I guess, revisiting of their um, video game sort of like laws or whatever, they have actually um, come up with new rules like for any game released in China. Yeah. Have you heard about them? Yes. Like no blood. No corpses. Yeah. And not even blood of any color. If you turn it green and call it slime. Doesn't matter. Nope. Not nope. good. Can't yeah. do it. No corpses. Uh, nothing that is, I believe, in any way uh, critical of the government. And no gambling games, so gambling. no mahjong and no poker. Yeah. So it's so crazy. Like, I mean, I'm kind of curious what kind of games we'll actually see in response to that. Tetris. Pretty much. They're just going to get Tetris. Well, I wonder if, well, I think it's, you know, a lot of, I feel like even American movies are kind of catering to the Chinese audience just because it's such a huge market. So I wonder if we're going to start seeing more games that are kind of designing around these rules for the whole world for the sake of getting into China. Or they can make two versions. They totally could. But I'm, I'm very curious, like, how that's going to go. Yeah. Because we like our blood. We like our bile. <laughs> we look at, like our anti-politicians, -polit politics. <laughs> and we like our mahjong. Oh, we, wait, no, we don't. No, but, but we like our drinking and our gambling. We do. We do like our gambling. How could you have Red Dead Redemption without... All of that. You can't. It'd just be ugly. Yeah. Yeah, so. Can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, China. Moving on. <laughs> what do you got? Um, Should we alternate more? Sh uh, yeah. Uh, well, we already said Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh. Days Gone. That comes out on Friday. April 26th by Ben Studios. Um, it's basically, if I were to recap it, it's basically... Um, Sons of Anarchy meets The Walking Dead. Or meets World War Z. Because it's very, like, swarmy, the way yeah. that they move. Of course, there's but also, then there's the World War Z game, so I don't want to confuse Which also uses the people. swarm. Oh, it's so funny that they had a swarm game come out, like, two weeks before Days I didn't want to confuse people, but yeah. Yeah. Totally. I hear that one's fun. That's a multiplayer, first person, four-player co-op. People are saying it's, like, you know, the closest we're going to get to a sort of um, Left for Dead sequel right now. Yeah. And I think that's... That's certainly a market that people want. Yeah. So. Yeah, Days Gone looks fun. 
It looks neat. I was kind of a little on the fence because, like, Sony announced it, then they went dark on it for so long. Right. But it came back, and, like, all the articles I'd, I'd read about were like, all right, we had our doubts. Days Gone's pretty cool. Yeah, I hear it's got a good story, too. Yeah. And it has and that guy that you like looking at. I know. And he has a motorcycle, which you can soup up to take over the zombies. But actually, they're called freakers. We can't say zombies. Freakers. I know that's what they're called. That's funny. Yeah, I can't say zombies because it's not what they are. They're yeah. freakers. Well, because really, in most zombie situations, they don't, like, zombies don't exist. Otherwise, we would know how to handle them. Mm-hmm. Like, in every single movie, it's like, oh, the dead are rising. Like, you can't call them a zombie because to call them that would imply that you've seen a zombie movie and you know you have to hit them in the head. Yeah. And you know you have to not get bitten. But in every zombie movie, they have to discover that. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, Shaun of the Dead was self-aware, but they even they, they even said, like, no, 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 we're not going to use the Zed word. Like, come on, let's not be ridiculous, because they don't even believe it's a zombie outbreak for a while. That's right. Shaun of the Dead was so funny. I love that movie. <laughs> Go for it. Well, um, Smash Brothers got a big update, and we got Joker from Persona 5 and a stage designer. So now you can design your own stages in uh, Smash Brothers. Oh. Should you ever learn how to turn on the switch? I don't even have Smash Brothers. Well, but you, you, you could get it. Okay. Also, you know what? Cuphead's I was thinking... on the switch now. Oh shit! Okay, then it has happened for that reason. You know what though? On that note, speaking of Cuphead animation, well, not animation. Yes. Sorry, my brain is all fajazzled. So, <laughs> I was thinking, can you imagine if somebody? was able to license all the Miyazaki Ghibli characters and create a hand-drawn, in the style of Ghibli, animated Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Because they have enough crazy characters, and they all have special powers and special needs and wants. And well, closest we're probably going to get to that for a while is Nino Kuni. Yeah, but... That's an RPG, not I a think fighter. It's so amazing in my head. Well, honestly, I feel like the best thing you could hope for, just because a lot of those brawlers don't really tend to have long lives, except for Smash Brothers. Yeah. What you should hope for would actually just be getting like Kiki or Totoro or Princess Mononoke inside one in of those games. Smash Brothers or Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla is the other one that's like seems to have like some good life and a lot of licensed characters in it. I literally think if you mirrored, I not the way the PlayStation did it. They did it wrong. What's well, because I actually liked PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Well, I, I enjoyed it. it. It didn't look as good. I didn't. It think. wasn't as good, but I did enjoy it. Well, and I love those characters, so it was good to see them. You know, mimic the same exact equation mm-hmm. as Smash Brothers with Ghibli characters. You cannot lose. I would just play as the quiet masked things from Spirited Away. That's all I would play okay, as. Okay, but you can't play it. Well, I would think those were like a special. That or out. a helper character They or come out of the little like Pokemon eggs or whatever. Yeah. I'll wait for the DLC where that's the thing. If the Piranha Plant is a character now, I think they could be too. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I would probably play a lot of Princess Mononoke situation. Or Hal's Moving Castle. Oh, oh my god. What if you play on Hal's Moving Castle? That move. That's a stage. Yeah, that feels like a stage needs to happen. Look, we can play as Ponyo. That'd be weird. No, but there could be a stage because when the flood comes in and they're on the little house and they have the, the floods taken over. Oh my girl, we could make so much fucking money. What would it be called? Mm. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> 
Um, uh, is it like Miyazaki? Just be like Megazaki. Ooh, yeah. Some shit like that. That's dope. That I like just, that. That's just idea one. We'll keep up. We'll keep up the naming yes, exercise. Yes. Yes. So, um, Bloodborne is getting a board game uh, that they are kickstarting. I hope you don't get this too. I probably will. I actually played the Bloodborne card game and I liked it a lot. How are the um, Dark Souls games treating you? They're steady. <laughs> uh, haven't played them yet. But although Todd and I, let's say uh, more. Oh, another weird thing that we just did recently that's kind of fun. This is not a plug or an ad, I promise. Although I do think they advertise on podcasts. We got this new rug system called Ruggable. It's really odd. It's like a giant sort of, I'm guessing, plastic or latex kind of Velcro-y mat that you put on the ground. Uh-huh. And then you have a rug. It's basically almost like a blanket. It's, it feels more like an area rug than it feels like thick carpet. Okay. And you attach it to that mat, and it sticks to it like Velcro. And then the cool thing is you get sick of that design, peel it off, put a different cover on it. Oh. Like, you can swap out the covers and also, like, oh, the dog pisses on it, peel it up, toss it in the washing machine, and then you can, like, wipe down or mop the plastic mat that it's on. But what's the texture? It feels almost more like an area rug or a blanket. It's like a mm. digital print job, I think, on it. It's interesting. It's it's not exactly what you think it's going to be, but it looks nice. And um, we got one that was, like, 8 feet by 10 feet. We got a giant one. Mm-hmm. And we replaced our super disgusting rug in our living room because mm. our dog has ruined it yeah and um so like now at least if she tries to ruin this one we can wash it that's pretty dope so like that was our big thing was we were like well we hate this rug and it's disgusting and it's embarrassing but like we have a 13 year old dog who has problems <laughs> you know bladder and bowel control issues because she's old and thank so- you for making this podcast vulgar Rob. oh yeah, yeah i'm the i started that. <laughs> we've heard many stories about you on the toilet <laughs> And here's another. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of going on the rug, let me tell you. Uh, no, uh, but yeah. So that's why we got a Roomba. <laughs> but like, as but part we of that, really did. As part of that whole process, well, I'm afraid to get a Roomba because I've seen that the picture of the Roomba that runs through dog shit and tracks it through the entire oh, house. Oh, good so call. Afraid. We don't have dogs. Yeah, like that would terrify me. But anyway, like it's um. So as we did that, we rearranged the living room a little bit, and we're moving a shelf into another room. And now that all of my Dark Souls games are actually on a shelf, looking nice, oh. instead of just like stashed away wherever I could hide them. Oh, so they're not being played. No, but, but our board <laughs> games are on like display now, which is nice. Even our normal board games are oh. like out of a closet and like on a shelf, looking good. Okay. So like anyway, that. sorry that that was a thing. But yeah, yeah so Bloodborne's getting the a board game. Yep, and then. Um, also, because we talked about this, um, I think last episode or a while ago. Oh, by the way, I just got a text. Todd says hi. Hi, Todd. Um, wow, he even got a hi on the podcast. You did. Um, fancy s- pants. He's so fancy. Um, so oh, shit, where is it? Oh, here we go. Um, for the Castlevania collection, we now know the full lineup of games. Letter rip. Here we go. When I can find it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's going to be Castlevanias 1, 2, and 3 for the NES. Okay. Castlevania 4 for the SNES. Okay. Bloodlines for the Genesis. Okay. The first two one, the first two Castlevania games for the original Game Boy, the Castlevania Adventure and Belmont's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And 
it will actually be the first time that Kid Dracula will be available in the U.S. Wow. It will be $20. That's a great deal. Yep. I might have to steal that one. Like, that's a really solid deal. Yeah. Like, that's a kick-ass series of games. And it comes out on May 16th, so it's going to be soon. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, Less than a month away. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Also very cool, She-Ra Season 2. April 26th. That's so soon. I know. Are you watching part two of Sabrina? You know what? We were going to start it tonight, but Steven is sick, and I didn't want to catch the flubers. Yeah, don't get that. So I decided to wait. But we were going to start it tonight. Well, he wanted to, and I was like, nope, don't sit next to me. (laughs) You guys could watch it in separate rooms and just yell at each other. I think we could. We pretty much do that during Overwatch anyway. (laughs) That's the difference. Um... (laughs) Well, next up on the news, uh, the PlayStation 5 has been announced. Yeah. And it seems pretty neat so far. Yeah. And we don't have a ton of details. We don't have a date. Uh, but we know it will support 8K. Yeah. Uh, ray tracing. It'll be the first console to ever have ray tracing yeah. available, which will make things look lovely. Nice and sparkly. And uh, we know it will be PlayStation 4 backward compatible. Yes. And Oh, just PlayStation 4? I thought it was all of them. We know PlayStation 4. That's all they've announced. Okay. But even, like, it'll play the PlayStation 4 discs. So the nice thing is even, like, your physical library will be playable on the 5. Cool. Um, and uh, and then also um, we know from the lead architect or whatever on it that they said, hey, 8K ray tracing, backward compatibility or no, it will be at an attractive price point. Ooh. We don't know what that is. I'm going to guess... Two ninety nine. I think they're going to keep it at four hundred. Damn it! That's, That's my, not attractive. <laughs> my, my guess is four. It's I, unattractive. Well, it's like <laughs> PlayStation has dabbled in unattractive pricing because remember, like, like the six ninety nine. Yeah, the PlayStation three launching at six and seven hundred dollars, mm-hmm. whatever for its various models. Um, I think those are the numbers it came out at, and then like you know, and I think they learned a lot from um the launch of the PlayStation four and the Xbox One because the Xbox One launched at four hundred dollars and the PS3 launched at three mm-hmm. and the PlayStation obviously had a very, very, very successful launch. And then of course, with the PlayStation four pro actually, because what the pro is two ninety nine, isn't it? No, the pro is three ninety nine, isn't it? Three ninety nine. I thought it might be on sale. Cause then the Xbox one X is no, the Xbox one X is $400. Ooh, I don't know. I want to say the Xbox one X is 400 and the PlayStation four pro is three i don't know i don't even know i'm glad i don't know what consoles cost anymore i yeah. have the ones i need yeah but i'm very excited about the playstation 5 yeah i'll need an 8k tv sap seriously i need There's to like l- two in the world i need to like upgrade <laughs> my tv again uh or not or not i'll be okay i don't think you will though you don't think i'll wait no once that 8k goes on sale you'll be like guess what i got an 80 inch 80k <laughs> I, well 80k <laughs> we'll see if if todd allows uh, an upgraded tv although i'm very happy with our tv now so i don't really feel the need to do that yet mm. next month we'll see we've got time playstation hasn't even given a date yet right we got time silly make... usually is it's usually in september so i'm guessing september of next year i think yeah 2020 is probably most likely yeah i'm gonna guess late august early september 2020 because, yeah, I think they're going to probably, I'm guessing they'll show off the form factor sometime either between now and E3 2020. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and because like that's when I think we'll see the actual form factor, and then yeah, I'll probably be available, you know, right before Christmas. Yeah, like what I said. Well, is it the last time the PlayStation came out in early November? I believe. Oh, I the say, first one. No, the PlayStation Four came out in November. Is the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, the PS One. Yeah. Well, because even like the the Dreamcast came out in September on nine nine ninety nine. Like the fall. I mean, you want to come out close to Christmas. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all I have. So. Oh, well, we'll go real fast for some stuff here. Go for it. Uh, for the, um, there's going to be a Halo TV show, and it has found its Master Chief. Uh, and it's the Master Chief, the guy playing Master Chief will be uh, Pablo Schreiber, who was Pornstache. Um, I believe oh, from Orange is the New Black. Yes, right. That's him, right? Just without the goofy look about him. Yep. Yeah. So he will be Master Chief. Sweet. Which I thought was interesting. Um, and then um, the Sega Genesis Mini is honestly setting itself up to be, I think, one of the most compelling mini consoles on software library alone. Like, the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo are super cool, and they've got great titles on them. But uh, they just announced 10 more games for the Genesis. And the coolest thing is, they're actually getting, like, non... Like, it feels like they're getting some good third-party support, which is cool. Because, like, so they'd already announced Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone... Uh, Toe Jam and Earl... Altered Beast, and Gunstar Heroes. They just recently announced 10 more. All right. Which there will be, I think, 40 games. Yeah, there'll be 40 games on this. So we're only halfway through as of this next list of 10. Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. Sonic 2. Yeah. Castle, Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey. Mickey Mouse. World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Yes. Contra Hardcorps. Uh, Streets of Rage 2. Damn. Thunder Force 3. Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, and Landstalker. So we're only halfway through it, Ooh. and they've gotten two licensed Disney games. They got Earthworm Jim. Like, they're getting some Comic pretty... Zone. Well, and that's a Sega one, though. So that one is, oh. like, Vector Man. <laughs> what will... do I know? Yeah. Well, Vector Man will probably also be on there, as will Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles. Like, you kind of have to have those. And also, hopefully, Golden Axe. And... What if they get RoboCop? Wasn't that Sega? Or was that... Oh, wait, the Terminator versus RoboCop game? Yeah. That was, I mean, it was on Genesis, and the Genesis version was the bloody one. Yeah. Because um, the Super Nintendo version did not get the gore. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, that one was not, that was a that was a, a third-party title, but it was a cool one. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, they're getting some really cool <laughs> shit, though. Like, if, if assuming I that- I want Strider. I want- <laughs> Assuming that platform, like, works better than the PlayStation Mini, which was kind of a weird sort of choice- yeah. Um. The way they handled it. If assuming this thing works like the way the Nintendo ones do, this is going to be very cool. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Wait. What's the price point? Do we know? Uh, seventy nine. I think. Okay. Cool. Um, comes out later this year. Sweet. Um. Well, I know you tweet about this, but I'm surprised you mentioned it in the news. What? You want to talk about The Witcher, the TV show? Oh yeah, it's coming out this fall. <laughs> this fall. That's all we have. <laughs> Um, so Capcom announced their entry into the mini console market. It's super cool looking. I do not think I will buy this one, 
but it's very cool looking. Um, so Capcom, you know what their logo looks like, right? It's just Capcom. Oh, all this is caps. the joystick thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah they made a thing where it's the Capcom logo in plastic, probably about I'm guessing three feet long, probably. Yeah. And it has two full arcade stick setups coming out of it, and you plug that thing directly into the TV and directly into the wall, and it has what I think. 20 games or or 10, 10 either 10 or 20 capcom classics on it i thought it was 10 but it i could be, be wrong 10 is probably right because it has like you know street fighter 2 and it has dark stalkers um it's got like a bunch of art it, it it's another platform that i will never finish super ghouls and ghosts on or ghouls oh, and ghosts. god can you imagine um, but yeah it's like they made this really interesting sort of like dual arcade stick console um just the design of it is so cool i'm just not super into the games on it and you're I, just gonna buy it just to have it it's so cool looking but it's big that's the biggest problem i i can't justify buying two more arcade sticks just put it at work make it cute my office is so full of shit that I can't <laughs> bring home. you're like how i just say just put it in your just office. Put it in office this will be fun yeah um so uh next up um tomb raider the movie is getting a sequel oh sweet that's i all. didn't care for the first one but i did but i wouldn't mind seeing another I think this will be the thing that hopefully writes the ship for a lot of people, just because I think it's more of the Tomb Raider that we know. Yeah. Instead of the origin story that people like loved the game, didn't care for the movie. Yeah. Um, my last bit of news, um, just because uh, this is super neat, we know a little bit more details about Disney Plus now. Oh, we know tell. we know how much it'll be per month. Like six bucks, six ninety nine, I think. So seven bucks a month. And like I knew I was probably gonna get it anyway. Um, and now I have an official confirmation. I will be joining the Disney Plus parade okay. for one very specific reason. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it a series? It is a series. Uh, is it something that's been out already? Yep. Uh, uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. No. Oh. When you think of TV series that I would go to a platform for, what would it be? Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> TV series. I have no clue. They Blue Planet. Wow. Uh, <laughs> based on their recent acquisition of Fox. Oh, The Simpsons. Disney Plus will be the only place where you can do streaming video on demand Futurama. for the complete series of The Simpsons. Futurama. That too, maybe, probably down the line. But for now, The Simpsons are coming to Disney Plus. All six hundred. All six hundred and sixty-two episodes will be available when Disney Plus launches. Wow, that's a lot of music. It's a lot of Simpsons. Yeah, baby. So anyway, yeah, Disney Plus, I was already kind of on board. And when I found out that that was the, because they're shutting down Simpsons World, which was the sort of portal through the FX network, where they had every episode of The Simpsons available for streaming online, that is now going away, and mm. it will be moving to Disney Plus. Dope. And I go where The Simpsons go. Yes, you do. I love them and so much. you know much. what? Disney's dope. Yeah, no, it's, I, I'm on board. I was on board anyway. But like, Simpsons, fine. You got me now. I just want to see, how, like, what classic Disney films are going to be on it. The rumors is going to have them all, so we'll see. I somehow cannot believe that. Yeah, I mean, well, there's going to be obviously some that will never be there. Like, they're never going to put Song of the South on there. I feel like they're, but the thing they're going to do is they're going to circulate them, so they don't uh, always have them. Well, like Netflix stuff right. comes and goes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you agree to it, fine. Um, is it time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Week. 
No. Crush. Oh, my bad. It's been a long time. Crush. <laughs> um, my crush of the week is <laughs> Deacon. Deacon. Dick. <laughs> oh, Deacon from... Uh... Deacon St. John from Days Gone. The game hasn't even come out yet. You know what? It don't matter because he's hot. He might be like... He's so cute. A monster. Well... I read an interview with the voice actor, and he said and he'll face he'll make you cry. Oh no, I don't want I don't want to be hurt by tears him. of joy. Oh, okay, I'm thinking. So that means he's got some good scenes, which means he's a somebody you'll feel for. Okay, and he's hot. And you know what? I go for the bad guys anyway. Yeah, they're never good anyway. So might as well get the hot one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. I don't know how he's Hell's Angel. He's yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, motorcycle gang. That's motorcycle kind of gang. what you're into. If only he was a surfer. That means he has a nice butt because they have to use their thighs to hold onto that engine as it revs. Sorry. <laughs> Should I leave as you it, alone for a minute? As it undulates between the legs. Should I leave you around? Should I walk away? Let's have a moment. As it, <laughs> like I can, I can leave. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, well, mine is um, Fee Long from Super Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. Looks yes. like uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's a Bruce Lee style thing. His pants look super comfortable. Yeah. And he's like ripped and little and vocal. Uh, you know, yeah. I just, I, I was thinking recently, I, I forgot who you mentioned from some, I always Super thought Street he was Fighter like a Luke King ripoff. Yeah, but he's so Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, he's Bruce Lee first. Yeah, I like know? that. Yeah, and I always liked Filong. I liked how fast he was and just very, he's just very, like, like very loud and, and high-pitched, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know, is one of the things that you could kind of hear it through the arcade. Yeah, very so, yeah. cool. And of all the, the new... He has hammer pants. He does have hammer pants. And of all of the, the new challengers that showed up, he was my favorite. Because I never really took to Cammy. Oh, I liked Cammy. Because it was like Cammy, T-Hawk... Feelong. Rose was part of Alpha, right? No, yeah, she was part of Alpha. Uh, what was the other Super Street Fighter guy? Oh, was that another? Um... Oh, it was like the other. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Mm, no. A, wait, was, no, there was a box. It was, there was another boxer that wasn't Balrog. T Hockey. T Hockey, we got. Wow, this is going to take, like, hold on. Just, you should fill the time while I look this up really fast. Yeah, well, you can follow me at the team that's right here. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, here you go. Here's the paper. <laughs> use use the paper. Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch. <laughs> um. Well, I wasn't prepared for that yet. You can follow Rob at Fast Danger on Twitter and at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow the podcast at Bitdiff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Or write us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes that come out on Wednesdays. And please follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. And this took forever, but I'm going to lie and say it was worth it. <laughs> T-Hawk from Mexico. Yes. Cami from England. Yes. Filong from Hong Kong. Got it. And DJ. Uh, DJ. The cake box musician the fancy from pants. Jamaica. For some reason, like, I, I remembered. You said boxer. I th- Yeah, but I was like, I for some reason, I was like, I could almost have imagined his pants, but I never thought of him being a kickboxer for some reason. Yeah. Because remember, he had, like, 
you know, I think he was like the first like actual like black character in Street Fighter too, right? Because Balrog, what well, Balrog was there, right? But he was like super like light skinned. Balrog, yeah, yeah, the boxer, the boxer, yeah. He's not light skinned. I think you're thinking of Sagat. He's light skinned, but he's from Thailand. He's I think Thailand. But I thought the boxer seemed super like he. I thought he was very very light. No, he's dark. Well. DJ brought the Jamaican flavor. Yes, he did, which we love. That uh, we do. That we do. Um, so, uh, Rob, are you going to see Endgame? Todd and I have our tickets for I'm this weekend. I'm sure you do. We have our tickets for this weekend. Oh, my God. Do you think the Avengers are going to save the world? I think they're going to bring back the 50% that are gone, but I don't think all of them will make it. I just want Thanos to win. Is that bad of me? You also like Cersei. I, I oh do, yeah. <laughs> I have I have major questions about like your. You know, like I can appreciate a villain. Yeah. But I also know that the villains need to lose. Well, sometimes. Like you know, I sometimes Rob. I love Ursula. Ursula's fucking fantastic. Yeah. But I also know that she needs to lose she was just misunderstood she was yeah and so is maleficent as we know in the live action film yeah i'm gonna <laughs> pretend that thing never happened they're I, doing a sequel i know god i hated maleficent do you know what sequel i don't think i've ever said this on this podcast maybe i have but do you know what sequel was better than the first movie and nobody watched it because the first movie was so bad snow white and the huntsman oh i saw both of those. You didn't like the sequel? With, uh, should we? No. No. Am I blunt? The, I, the Snow Queen? I did see, I think I did see that, and I hated it just as much as the oh first one. Oh my god, I loved it. I, I really did not like those movies, though. I hated the first one. The second one I thought was magical. Well, if we want to talk, like, video game movies where the sequel is better than the original, uh, don't at me, but uh, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, I thought was significantly better than the first Tomb Raider movie. Like, I know it went into weird genre territory, and a lot of people hated it. I fucking hated the original Tomb Raider movie. I didn't care for either. They're both not good, but the yeah. second one is significantly improved. Yeah. Eh. There aren't many sequels to video game movies, though. That and Mortal Kombat. Which, what yeah, some people love that. Mortal Kombat 2 sucked. Oh, really? I haven't seen it. It's green, blue screen bullshit. It was the worst. The it's worse than the freaking game. Yeah. How could you get worse animation than your game? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's so bad. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah, on that note, um happy end game, everyone. Yeah, and we will not talk spoilers about it on the next episode because yes. we're good like that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy end game. And what did she say? Wait, wait, is it Hunger Games? Yeah. Um May the odds be May the odds be ever in your favor. And ciao Bye bye.